My talkers, it is Wednesday, which means it's hump day. And guess who's hanging out with us today? Julia is back to complete the trio. Lori and Julia are in for three full hours with you guys. Yes, we are, Grant. You buckled up, everybody. (laughs) Dang it. Okay, I'm going to make a pledge now. Okay. Because I took two days off in the last of the last four work days to play tennis. Yes. It's not working. It's (laughs) It's not working having the extra lead time. You know, I have all these matches that are scheduled at six o'clock. So the only way to play in them is to take the damn day off. Yeah. Um, And how do you feel about that? I don't know that I'm going to do it anymore. Because? I'm getting my butt kicked. Well, last night we played these darling Alyssa and, oh, what was her name? She was, they were models. They were 30 years younger than us. Mm -hmm. And we were playing doubles in the dome at Bloomington Tennis, which is, might as well be a sauna. Oh, I bet. Oh. It would be easier to play outside. It would have. It was a sauna. So you just, once you walk in and you realize you can't breathe, and then you go from there, but mm-hmm. they're just kicked our bus. Like what, 6-0, 6-0? the first set, and the second set was 6-4. Oh, that was good. We we came back, and we just, these women were delightful women, and they were so much fun to play, but the one of them was the one that killed me with her mother was her partner last Friday in our sectionals. Oh. Who killed oh. us. And, um, but I'm like, I don't know that I need to take a full day off to get beat in tennis. <laughs> anymore right. what are you my friend is a teacher and she is this like a summer league like it a is a summer, summer it's a summer league okay. it's a different night and everything and um but my my neighbor is a teacher and she said gosh we're going back to work in a week and we only have a week left and yesterday i found myself twiddling my thumbs oh a little bit like waiting to play tennis at six played some pickleball in the morning and then kind of, what do you do in between? I don't know. What did you do in between? Well, I'd already put on six miles by the time my neighbor asked me to walk mm-hmm. at like 11 a.m. And I'm like, well, I've already done everything already. I don't know that I can move more. I need to re- save some energy for tonight. This is true. Those feet got to move. They do. And I'm kind of not, I'm feeling, finding I can't focus on a book right now. And I'm like, what does one do? Is it the end of August? Uh, I did a little gut. that we I have? don't know. I feel like there's a little anxiety. Going on in the air. Just a lot of, you know, blah, 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 blah. Afghanistan, Haiti, the bad Samaritans who don't want to get vaccinated. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of stuff. And the the stories in the news are just grim every single morning. I'm trying not to watch. Well, Julia, that's our job. I know. So Unfortunately, I don't like that right now to have to watch it. But, you know... um, what did I try today? I tried Nine Perfect Strangers to watch that. In the morning? It's on Hulu. It yeah. launched today. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Well, it's checking in as the White Lotus is checking out. Yeah. Which... Did you guys like the ending? Because I was on a walk with my son's girlfriend, and she's like, oh. Well, I don't know. Okay. okay. I loved... Armand, yes. played Which one by was Murray he? Bartlett. He was the hotel the manager, the manager yeah. of the yes. hotel. Okay, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge was everything. Yes, mm-hmm. I did appreciate, you know, um, the storyline of, you know, basically how, and it, particularly, I think it's an interesting time because. One of the things with being a frequent traveler to Hawaii, which sure. I have been, yes, you have. But I know one thing that Hawaiians absolutely did love about the 
pandemic and the lockdown is that for the first time in anybody's living life, unless they're really old, sure. they had the islands to, to themselves. themselves. Yes. No traffic. Yes. No tourists. Uh, they had the islands to their themselves as they did before, you know, they were colonialized, I sure. guess you could say. And, and so, airplane travel became so easy. But colonialized yeah. okay. by, by you know, they were taken right. over. Um, and so I thought that was an interesting uh, take on it. But there were loose ends that were left in that, in that thing. And there was, uh, you know, it was a shocking ending. There was a shocking Poop scene, which I don't know that I'll ever be able to scrub from my mind. Oh, honey, okay, epic. epic, okay, epic, kind like, of, kind of like bridesmaids in the middle of the street. Oh, but with visuals, yeah, more, oh, more graphic. Okay. With side visuals of things plopping out. Oh, no. oh yeah. Okay. Oh my god. And I, I don't know. I guess that show, White Lotus, I. I liked it, but I felt like it was missing something. I wouldn't call it, you great. know, great, great. I right. almost think that show seemed smarter, thought it was smarter than it was. There was just a lot of things in it. And I don't, Grant, I don't know. what did you think? There was some left loose ends left open a little bit. Okay. Um, I, it, it, like you said, it was... It was kind of like the satirical comedy in throughout most of it, and then they tried to make it like this serious thing towards the end that they could wrap up for us, which I don't think they needed to do. They could have just kind of kept yeah what they were doing through the first five episodes. It seemed like the last one they tried to tie some knots together, and it didn't. And really maybe because some of the things are uncomfortable, like the one gal, you know, wanting to break up with her husband on their honeymoon, and then how that all <laughs> that's the biggest question. That I think would be a little uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, and I can see why she wanted to dump yes. this guy, and that was interesting, so it is it, it is kind of an interesting timing that Nine Perfect Strangers is checking in as White Lotus right. checks out, but I mean, I will say that White Lotus, I mean, if they had had even two more episodes, that show, Roger Friedman wrote yesterday, it had 850,000 viewers from the finale, and that was just HBO, not doing the HBO sure. Max numbers. It was up 58% from the week before. Wow. So if there had even been two more episodes. It's the word of mouth. If there had been two more episodes, it could have really been huge. But yes. HBO is certainly, you know, on fire with, uh, you know, with their limited series, yes, Mayor of Easttown is, and everything, but I think that they, if they would have, they would have had outstanding numbers. They're not going to be in the Emmys mix, of course, because it came too late. And I, I mean, I think okay people will that. forget it for next year. Is it? Is it going to be a White Lotus too? There is going to be another, another a whole new cast, yes. whole new uh, okay uh, location, it's anthology, story, or what? anthology. Okay, I don't know what they're yeah. going to okay. do with it? So. Anyway, I I I'm I was just like um, I was just like I, I give it a good solid. That's kind of how I B. was feeling when B. I first watched it. I'm like yeah. I don't really. Ooh. Well, there was a lot of stuff, you know, Steve Zahn and Zan and his testicular cancer, and yes. there was one funny thing in the credits whenever they rolled that roll the roll paper the, the wallpaper. Yeah, Steve Zahn's name was next to a pair of bruised and swollen. Like breadfruit, oh, okay, that's which fine. looked like testicles. That's there funny, you know. you know. But um, anyway, I, some people were absolutely crazy about it, but it was in no way like a mirror of East Town and right. not a comparable show. And I don't know what Nine Perfect Strangers is going to be. CNN, their reporter said it it's, doesn't achieve perfection, 
but it's pretty strange and reasonably compelling. It's not the binge that Big Little Lies or Mayor of Easttown provided, but as TV's version of Summer Escapes go, it's not a bad trip. Right. They just said, uh, CNN, uh, the reporter said uh, that people's expectations because of the cast. It's such a all-star right. cast. Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Cannavale, Regina Hill, Luke Evans, Michael Shannon, Nicole Kidman. You know, so I want, I, I totally am going to check it's out. It's on name. Hulu. Yeah, it came out just yesterday. It, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll listen. see. We will see when we come back. It is uh, time for a story we can't get enough of. So, well, yesterday, it got, oh, this made me so happy. The Crown gave us our first look at the new Princess Diana and Prince Charles for season five. And it's, of course, Dominic West is playing Charles and Elizabeth DeBecky is playing Diana. Yes. We posted it. Take a look at them. Uh, they... They look amazing, but the thing that was making me so happy yesterday was thinking about Prince Charles seeing that everyone thinks that Dominic West is too hot to play him (laughs) and that they made Prince Charles look a little attractive. But also, you know, realizing... I kind of thought back in the day that he was not bad looking. Because he had Royal D. Exactly. That's like right. when he married Princess Diana and he'd be wandering around in a kilt and Yeah, his, yeah, no, I he thought was he was in, hot. I mean, it was hot in a hot because he was royal. Yes. That was it. Yeah, otherwise, you know. Because he he was a prince. Royal. He was he royal. Was a prince. That's yes, right. basically. That made him and uh-huh. Don, Dominic West, people were also yelling at him and I'm like, "Hey, this dude has proven his chops to portray Prince Charles." He was scootering and canoodling with Lily James in Rome, and then he staged a press conference outside of his wife's castle saying our marriage is strong and fine. Do you know what I mean? He has the uh, the acting jobs to portray Charles because he's been down this road. Yes, he has. With a wife, and I, I think that the hair and makeup people really did a great job because with Dominic, the thing that they get right with him is he's got like a kind of a bend of a curl in his hair. Around his ear. Around his ears, which Charles does. And Charles uh, stands very often, you know, in his suit. With one, with hand, one in hand in the pocket. pocket and right? Elizabeth Debicki, that is totally how Diana wore her hair at this point in her mm-hmm. life. And um, so anyway, just take a look at it. But uh, Dominic does not really look anything like Charles in the way that Josh O'Connor looked like the younger. 100%, yeah. You know, so, but but really, Josh really captured something in Charles, the oh. young Charles, I thought. Oh, my gosh. So, um, anyway. 100%, so, Lori, in the insecurity of him. Yes. And the unloveness of him right. and, and they're mean, filming right now and right. we saw about a month ago pictures of Imelda Staunton being Queen Elizabeth and um, so uh, the Debicki casting I mean she just simply looks so much like her plus she's tall and leggy like her yeah. and we Got to know her in The Night Manager. She was so she was good. In that. That's in a that. good thing to binge too, Grant, if you're looking for something old. The Night Manager? Yeah, the that Night was Manager so on good. AMC. It's okay. a John Lacari novel. Yeah. And I feel like it was only, was it only like three two hour episodes? Something Maybe, like that. Yeah, it wasn't a big one. It not, wasn't a big one big. at all. And it's probably like four years old. Maybe, yeah, probably yeah, Tom Because Hiddleston. Benedict Cumberbatch won something for it, didn't he? Tom Hiddleston Tom was Hiddle- in it. Yeah. Yeah. He was in The Night Manager. But this morning, Kaylee Hartung at GMA uh, had a story about the 
the Diana effect because people were going so crazy over these two photos yesterday that were released by the Crown. And it's just Elizabeth Debicki, like, lying. I'll show it for the YouTube people. Okay, when you do this, no one can hear you talking because I was listening yesterday to you and Brittany and and Grant. Yeah. And you would be saying, oh, I'm going to do this for the YouTube crowd. And you go away from your mic. (laughs) I try try to pump up her mic. I know. She's always, I'm going to do this over here for the YouTube I brought my mic. I brought my mic. So I was just thinking... So as you're talking to everyone who's watching live, right? All no one can hear you in the radio in the car. I might add, I enjoyed our show yesterday without oh, me on it. Good, yeah, which Brittany's... is could be good and could be bad in so many ways. No, you're. Oh good. no, it was just kind of fun though. Well, it was fun listening. Yeah, Brittany's not, the best, and not having to, you know. Right. Okay. Fear. So let's play. Let's play GMA. Let's play the uh, this. They had a story about uh, inside the public's fascination with the late Princess of Wales. Introducing the latest reincarnation of Princess Diana. Netflix releasing this photo of actress Elizabeth Debicki as the Princess of Wales in the upcoming new season of The Crown. Debicki taking the throne from season four's Diana Emma Corrin. Her uncanny depiction helping introduce Her Royal Highness to a new generation of fans. Many born well after she first dazzled on the world stage, giving her the nickname The People's Princess. Last season, all about the royal family's drama, her icy marriage to Prince Charles, the focus. I still want to make this marriage work. With all my heart. Next season, set to tackle Diana's life post-divorce. It's just the latest depiction of Lady Di. Kristen Stewart cast a player in the new biopic Spencer, set to be released in the fall ahead of the 25th anniversary of Diana's death. Diana was seen as sort of the people's princess back in the day. Uh, People really fell in love with her. They felt that she was one of them. We we still want to sort of live a little bit in that fantasy world, and that's why we keep going back to Princess Diana. Since her fatal car crash in 1997, Hollywood has tried to capture her essence and capitalize on her popularity. Naomi Watts portraying her in 2013's Diana. You could always pop around the corner for supper with me. To this day, anything tied to the beloved Diana grabs worldwide attention. Her wedding dress, worn the day she married Prince Charles in 1981, now on display at Kensington Palace. Modern history for the world to enjoy. She's sort of frozen in time now for us. We remember her at that stage in her life where she was still relatively young. She was finding new love. Her kids were still young. And and that's our memory of her. That's kind of the truth. Mm Because you think of Marilyn Monroe, iconically beautiful, frozen in time. I mean, people who die so young, they're just completely frozen. And and I, I will say, gosh, she looks a lot like her, and I, it just makes me think I should finish season four of The Crown. Oh, you have to. You <laughs> have to. It's so I good. Know. I mean, it's an award-winning I season. I think it was uh, the best season since the first uh, the first two seasons of The Crown. And The Crown will end with season six. So yes. they're filming season five, and The Crown in season six will not cover, it will not get to the point of Prince Harry you know, being a grown up, if you right. will, uh, right. and nothing to do with uh, Meghan Markle. Peter Morgan, who uh, created the show, said, I have in my head a 20 year rule. That's that's enough time and enough distance to really understand something because 20 years will have passed. Sure. Season five will premiere on Netflix at some date in 2022. Oh, so it's, we are not getting until 2022. All right. Mm-hmm. All no, right. Everything. And Johnny Lee Miller 
has been cast. As whom? He's the Prime Minister John Major, whose reign, he was the Prime Minister when Princess Diana died in 97. So season four. And I do remember he was a handsome one. Yeah, season four, which covered 1979 to 1990, ends with the Queen forbidding Charles from divorcing Diana. Oh. So Dominic West and uh, Debicki, Elizabeth Debicki, will play the royals during the rockiest part of their marriage, and we will see them have their divorce in 1996. So, so he wanted to divorce her in 90 and didn't do it till 96. Wow. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Dominic with his real life affair with Lily Yeah, he's James, got a real life affair thing going on. And then on. he starred in the affair for Showtime, yes, which he was did. such a great show. Yes, he did. But um, anyway, so take a look at those uh, photos if you want to just see how kind of amazing, um, you know, really, I just think the way, I mean, her Diana wig is on point. That's exactly how she wore her hair. And he's really kind of on point. I mean, he doesn't look anything like Charles, not even a little bit. But the touches with the hair, the suit, and, and everything. He'll, he'll have studied his mannerism, and he's an actor. Kind of well, well. we can fall into it. Hopefully, we can fall into anything. I mean, a lot of women wanted to bang Charles back in the day for the royal D. They, they, they did. Barbara Streisand I had know. her thing with him. I know. And, <laughs> That's true. You mm-hmm. know. Okay. By the way, it's uh, Robert birthday or Robert Redford's birthday today. He's eighty-five. You guys, if you can believe it. Holly posted for us. It's Vogue put it out, and it's um. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Robert. Oh, Robert. It's your birthday. We're gonna party. She posted um all his leading ladies that oh, he's had over the years. And if you look back at how H O T he was, <laughs> I mean, I Charles Robert Redford, who oh. uh, actor director co-founded the Sundance Film Festival. He's so so good, and if you never watched Three Days of the Condor oh. with uh, Faye Dunaway and Robert River. Watch that one. He's so it's hot really in that. Yeah, beautiful. All right, well, we'll be back. What's happening with the traffic, Grant? That is Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas. They have made their move. The song is called Move, a follow-up to their smash hit Smooth from 1999. Uh, Rob Thomas wrote it with American authors who also sing on the record. And, and they... Weren't they here in studio or at KZ? We had one of the guys yeah. be Emanuary. Yeah. Move comes from Santana's new albums, Blessings and Miracle, which comes out in October. Um, and then the album also, Santana's album includes She's Fire, his hit with g Easy. Mm-hmm. I guess that he's got, and lucky uh, for Santana, he and Thomas will probably debut move on saturday at clive davis's uh welcome back new york concert in central park that's gonna go i don't know that is gonna be something Sixty thousand people i like it i thought it was good i I did too i I did too Mm -hmm. okay so today we were moving around at the great minnesota get together we were at the state fairgrounds today grant and um we went to shoot out, shoot some videos because AARP Minnesota has a fun promotion that we're going to be um, yes. promoting at the fair where people can win money and people mm-hmm. can donate money to their favorite charity um, that they win as well. So something for you, something for others. 
But I want to give a shout out to All American Lawn and Landscaping. Um, the gentleman that I went over to and told him to stop blowing the wood chips <laughs> at the Ford dealership across the street yeah, because right. we couldn't do our videos. Oh. And he was nice enough to take a lunch break. Nice. We were seeing them do the wood chip area where the GMC, I think no, it's, it's Ford. Ford trucks Ford, yeah. are all parked there and yep. they're getting all the wood chips ready for the trucks to park there. Oh my gosh, they had a lot of workers and it looked like hot work. No kidding. And our lactation station tent is going up sometime in the next few days. Awesome. There were a ton of cars out there. A lot of action. Midway was going up. Um... Some other, I mean, every booth was busy. Well, there, this is it now. The countdown is on. Mm -hmm. It is on. We're a week away tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, it's going to be fun. Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow, Thursday, I think. Week from Thursday. That's right. That's right. Um, Eminem has a new job. I Uh, saw this. uh, 50 Cent has a new drama. So the real Slim Shady is going to guest star on his uh, friend and fellow Aftermath Records hitmaker. 50 Cent's new star drama called BMF, which stands for Black Mafia Family. And Eminem, of course, his real name, Math Marshall Mathers, will play White Boy Rick, but only on one episode. And, um, but, you know, the show is being, it's being shot in Detroit. So right. they're like, they got to have Eminem in it. And uh, he's directing it. Fiddy is directing it. And, and he had great success with Power. Oh, that was a great job. I know. it. Well, here's a little great bit about show. White Boy Rick, Lori, and I feel like... Oh, we saw him in The Irishman. Okay, well, he was also... Matthew McConaughey, he starred him in a... Ninth, that's that movie, that's yeah, right. 2018 called White Boy Rick, and I never yeah. knew what it was about, but what it is about is real... Oh, yeah. In real life, Richard Warshaw Jr. <laughs> yeah. became an FBI informant from age 14 to 16. He sold drugs and guns while being a member of a Detroit gang. By age 17, he claims he was duped by the feds and apprehended for cocaine possession. While he is now 52 years old and sentenced to life in prison, prison he was paroled and released in just in july of 2020 yeah I, le- think, I think he's kind of a legend in, in the hip-hop industry yeah. i mix i i kind of i loved power the first two years mm-hmm. and then i just got too anxious because mm-hmm. they keep when they make too many dumb moves and i know their personalities and know another one's going to happen i have to check out i found <laughs> that happened with ozark i feel like it happens with some of these shows but this sounded good to me I, I I remember my mom and my sister going to see White Boy Rick, it's, which didn't do well at the box no, office, but they really liked it. It was really good. I've Did seen it. Did you see it? Yes. It's it's one of those movies. McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey's fantastic. The kid that played White Boy Rick was really good. It's just one of those movies where you cannot, as you're watching it, I know that they always stretch the truth a little bit. Right. In the, you know, but you, you think, how... Did this young man live this life, get him into this situation, and then end up in the horrible situation that, like you guys described, like he mm-hmm. felt like he was duped? Right. It's, it's worth it. It's a good watch. It's oh, a good I'm going to watch that then. Yeah. Because I just learned about it really today. And I thought, all right, I can, I can do that. You can do that. I can learn that. Um, yesterday, Julia, while you were gone, but you were listening, so maybe you heard this. You know, we heard that uh, Lady Gaga's yes. dog walker, Ryan Fisher, who... Um, went out on the road after he was released from the hospital after, you know, at least protecting one of the three uh, bulldogs, uh, bully dogs, French bulldogs of Lady Gaga. And he's on the road and his 1991 car, the Falcon, broke down. And he is feeling abandoned and unsupported. He lost all of his purse 
purpose. He he could not go back to taking care of the dogs. It was right. just too traumatic for them. And well, for um, him, for him, excuse me. And uh, anyway, so people are mad. The little monsters are mad at Lady Gaga. Why is she not helping her dog walker? Well, I think the other part of it is, Lori, we don't really know the backstory. She offered to pay his $100,000 in medical bills. Well, at the very least, she should have. He got shot trying to save her dog. <laughs> I am not going to give her a bonus point. That's expected. But we, but we don't know what else. She does not seem like a person who would treat her staff badly. So I feel like maybe there's more to the story. Maybe, maybe. Because she did offer $500,000 reward yes. to people to find the dogs. And it's hard to fathom that the walker who got shot at on behalf of her dogs is out there on his own trying to do GoFundMe page. That's hard. So I feel like there's more to the story. I don't. You don't? I can't imagine her not doing the right thing. Maybe, you know, they told her lose his number. I don't know, Julia. Maybe she was upset that he quit. He wasn't able to walk her dogs anymore. He was in the hospital forever recovering. Yeah, I know it, I know it, I know it. I don't know. I just feel like there's got to be more to that because she does not seem like a person who would treat people badly, especially her big thing for mental health, you know, awareness and be you, be you. And I just feel like there's more to this. Well, he's homeless and he's struggling with his trauma. And Brittany said that, you know, getting shot is real trauma. That would be she real would trauma. She was in the army. That's right. And so I don't know. It kind of amazes me that she hasn't been there for him and in in a better way, that he's just like loose and afoot and, and homeless and carless. Doesn't seem right. I know, but it doesn't I, seem I right. Just, I something about it makes me feel like there's more to it. It could just be that uh she's uh, you know he lost his number, he lost her number. I, I don't know. I don't know what, but be hard to lose Lady Gaga's number once you got that. Yeah, but I don't she would I'd, change. I bet you. Yeah. I bet she changes all the time. Oh, Lori. Yeah. Or she have different phones, different assistants answering different phones. Someone is rock blocking the dog walker. I'm. Her fans are very upset with their mother monster. <laughs> they really want her to do something. <laughs> Buy him a traveling van. He needs an airstream. Something that he can sleep in and. Uh, Anyway, and they could tried reaching out to Lady Gaga, but uh, no, happened there? no comment. So Aww. she might be getting to the bottom of who right. maybe goofed up. Well, right. That's possible. So I'm just going to give her the benefit of the doubt. All right, you give her the benefit of the doubt, Trixie. Trixie Malone, I'm going to do it. Okay, so um, this is very interesting. We've reached out to Tony Ortega to talk to him, but... Um, Laura Prepon from Orange is the New Black and that 70s show, her, she has a new, she has a memoir that came out last year that's now out in paperback. Oh, okay. So she gave a lengthy interview to People Magazine about motherhood, eating disorders, what you're going to see in her book. And oh, by the way, she hasn't been a practicing Scientologist for five years. I saw that. So that's very, very interesting because, um, When she says, and I quote, she hasn't been a practicing Scientologist in close to five years, that means what she's saying is that it basically means as soon as she married Ben and um, Ben Foster, and he dated six years ago, Robin Wright, and they they covered a lot of red carpets. They were very, they were a hot couple. They were a hot couple. They really were. And then 2016, they were done. He started dating Laura. 
she and got pregnant right away. Got something. pregnant right away, and we wondered at the time if it was a Scientology honey trap. We did. Because um, reportedly Ben was Scientology curious, and Laura was still a Scientologist. Anyway. It. How are you, you know, people describe that person as Scientology curious. That's right. I'm Scientology <laughs> curious. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Um, so Tony, I've heard that before. So Tony reached out to Leah Remini to find out because, of course, Leah Remini has talked a lot in her book and also on her A&E documentary show about what happened to her and what happens to other people when they leave Scientology and how they keep tabs on them and do all kinds of creepy stuff. So people were just like thrilled about Laura, you know, saying this, but yeah, Leah Remini is taping a game show. So she wasn't able to get back to Tony Ortega, but he talked to Mike Rinder, who was her other co-host on the A&E show. Yeah. He said, even if Prepon was partly motivated to handle the bad publicity around Danny Masterson going to trial for raping three women who were Scientologists and Laura, in an interview six years ago, strongly defended Danny. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. She knew what she was doing, according to Mike. Uh, and this is why he says, he said, it's a fairly significant step in the world of Scientology to make that statement. You don't do it lightly because of the ramifications. Maybe she's trying to distance herself from the Masterson case, or maybe it's, Thanks to people like you, Tony, or Leah Remini, constantly bringing it up, and that there's more pressure on celebrities and reporters are asking them specifically about Scientology and asking them uncomfortable questions. But he said, whether it's calculated PR move or not, it's a very damaging blow to Scientology to have another one of their mainline celebrities publicly say they're no longer Scientology. That's like panic station at headquarters. And um, when he um, she's she's saying that when she gave these interviews about, um, you know, Danny Masterson and kind of like not naming him by name, but kind of dissing the women. Right. It was, you know, now she's saying only a year after that interview, she stepped away. And um, um, so anyway, he's he's charged criminally. He goes to trial in February. Oh, on, wow. for that yeah. and his Hollywood Hollywood Hills home that he has went up for sale just like yesterday. Yesterday, yep. Because apparently yeah. he drowned the mortgage company in paperwork, saying a bunch of blah 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 that he didn't need to make his mortgages. Oh, payments. I love that. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, I'm going to call <laughs> David at first equity to see how that flies. So, uh-huh. yeah. So anyway, so we'll have to stay you know, tuned. Some what's people going have on. so much gumption. Yeah, he he True. said he said. Listen, the thing with Laura, if, even if she has left Scientology, which I believe she has, it opens the door to a lot of more people asking her pointed questions about this. She may think it gets her out of the limelight, but in some ways, it puts her into it. Just because now people will say it and she might have to speak up and yeah. mm-hmm. maybe, you know, that'll be for a good thing. But yeah. the tall girl reaching for the peanut butter for Tom Cruise at the Celebrity Center is no longer available. There you I'm, go. There all right. Go. Another our, one bites the dust. That's right. Listen, we'll be right back. We've got um, some news about Colin Firth and we've got some very hot pictures to tell you about with Henry Cavill. Thanks, Grant. 
All right. Okay, I got to give you a report on... Um, we're going to go to Georgia for this report. We're going to go to Georgia GA? and we're okay. going to go to Washington, D.C. But first, I want you to look at... Um, I don't think you ever watched The Witcher. Grant, did I you watch The Witcher it. at the beginning nope. of the pandemic? Nope. Lori loved it. People Great. loved Witcher. it. Okay. The Witcher, okay. The Witcher with Cavill. It's a, it's a, you know, fantasy. It's maybe Game of Thrones light, but it is Game of Thrones-ish in the sense of, you know, it's medieval, but the, it. the, the direction of the story is very female-centered, but Henry Cavill is The Witcher, and... He's amazing to look at. And awesome. They, uh, I don't know when we're getting that again, but he got a new job. Have you guys heard of Muscle Tech? Do you know that brand? No, but I'm looking at the photo. Oh, of him. does it make you want to wear? What is it? Is it clothing? It's clothing. It's um. It Strength recently redefined. I think it was an. I think it's an English brand, and okay. it's trying to get cut get up here in the U.S. like an Under Armour or something like that. Got and they it. hired Henry. To be the chief creative director and global brand ambassador, which, I mean, what a great job. He just is posing and working out and all this stuff. And his arms are huge because the Witcher (laughs) is this very, very, you know, buff, strong guy. Wow. Wow. He was Superman too, right? The yes. Superman. There yes, you go. But, but the Witcher made us forget that he was Superman. <laughs> I'm telling you, Lori's holding up the photo for everyone watching at home. Oh my wow. gosh, he looks hot. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, he looks he, buff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He really, Whoa. he really is. So I guess it's also a nutrition brand, Muscle right. Tech. So it's clothing, it's probably protein powder Got and it. shakes and all of that. Um, and then uh, Martha Stewart is going to be on Cribs tonight. I think it's the episode tonight. Ah. Um, Martha is re- revealing one of her homes. She apparently has seven <laughs> houses on her farm in Bedford, oh. New York. This is the winter house. And it's all, it's monochromatic. It's white on white. Mm-hmm. And that you can have a house, one that's monochromatic, one that's, you know, this. Yeah. One that I, I just, that's decadent. And this farm, I mean, we've experienced her her property before in some of the other shows and it's really jaw dropping it is yeah and boy she's got an eye and she she's she's 80 i can't believe it she looks so gorgeous yes we must life goals we need to know i just need again you always poo poo me when i say this but i would like someone to do a clock backwards 77 Third facelift, 72. Oh, right, Second right, facelift. Right, right, right. Seven, what is 65, mm-hmm. um, is redo the, the brow lift. Yeah. 60, do the neck. I mean, I just want someone to do a timeline now who is at 80 and just backdated. I think it would just be such a good visual for <laughs> us who are wondering when to make these big moves with the knife. <sighs> I just think it would be a service for so many. I know. People are so private about I that. I know it, but it's like, why not just share it because i mean really she looks amazing and i know people are, are wanting to have a little tweak and a little that at some point in their life but when do you do it i don't know before it's too late gran is always the rule yeah. the rule of thumb you do it before it's, too late. it's noticeable didn't Brittany say i remember one time she was like i hope someone can pop up with nude photos of me when i was a kid just so that i can relish in the old glory well, right. <laughs> right. exactly yeah okay Something. okay so I, so that cribs will you guys watch that I'll DVR Martha. I'll look at. I'll watch I'll the domestic goddess in what her do you White do? House. Do you just? Is it just her house? 
The cribs. Did you I never watch no. MTV Cribs? No. Oh, it's Julia. the refrigerator. It's the. It's the everything. Garage, it's the always cars. Samurai Carrie's Hello Kitty closet. I remember seeing that. Okay, yeah, but it's, it's just way a tour. Back. It's a big tour of a home. With the person there right. and stuff, you okay. this is right up your alley. I, you love I can't at believe houses. I haven't. Wa- I didn't know. I, I thought it was something else. Cribs. They'll show you like their awards and different memorabilia that they may have collected. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's a good, a cool. It's, it's a good look into their life. All right. You probably maybe thought it was about babies or something, but crib is being you know the <laughs> the, the, the hip hop or the. I know, yeah, but I never knew. It was that. my bad. I've never watched it. Okay. Once. All right. So we've got a little update. Uh, um, about Colin Firth. He's working on a 10-part miniseries in Georgia. They're filming a lot in Georgia. Yes, they are. Um, and it's, uh, Tony Collette is in it. It's called The Staircase. So, apparently, there are 30 productions working in Georgia right now. And Georgia is a state that's very loosey-goosey, with tracking COVID cases or even reporting them to the Georgia Department of Health. So uh, the Georgia Film Commission uh, spoke out and said, yeah, we don't track that information from any of our sets. And Colin, for his show, The Staircase, everyone was to be vaccinated on the set. Okay. And apparently Colin Firth got COVID on the set because there was a crew member who lied about being vaccinated and had a fake vaccine card that they didn't that they didn't scan or you know and figure out that it was bogus numbers and um so the COVID supervisor because every show has a COVID supervisor now was let go of course the crew member was fired but Colin Firth ended up being one of these breakthrough cases where he was sick Enough that he had to go to the hospital for almost a week. Oh, good lord! Yeah, so um, the series shut down. They shot around him. I think he's back at work. But um, other things filming in Georgia is Tyler Perry's new Medea movie, which he well, has Tyler on- Perry built a filming campus. Like you still have people lying. This sure, is no, the I thing. know that. I understand that. Lauren. So it doesn't matter if you build your own campus or not, because he, yes, he wants but to house everybody, right. but still. So he's filming the new Medea movie. Michael B. Jordan is filming Creed 3 in Georgia. Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever is filming there. And the final season of the eternally zombie, zombie Walking Dead is filming. And they're doing 24 last episodes. 24 in their 10th season i mean and then they've got three movies they're making after that wow yeah about the main character rick grimes they're going to do a whole trilogy about that finalizing yeah okay that sounds like a bit of an overkill it's it's kind of a kerfuffle down there in georgia so we'll see what what people in hollywood are going to have to say about if anything's going to shut down there but yeah colin be well i know it